Hi, I'm Hannah, team manager of the Orange Arrow Players Association, a nonprofit organization with the mission of coaching student athletes to aim for success off the field. Have you heard the news? Orange Arrow is turning 10. Please consider giving a monthly donation of $10 for 10 years of OA at www.orangearrow.org. Make sure to also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on social media to see how we're celebrating. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Inside the Play Call with Orange Arrow, and I'm your host, Sean Robinson. Nonprofits rely on a mix of sources for their income, and funding can come from individuals, foundations, corporations, or local and federal governments. Some nonprofits charge a fee for certain kinds of services, and some sell goods or services to generate revenue. Enter OA Coaches. How to build a strong team, right? What it means to be dedicated to a cause above yourself, right? And realizing that each of us has a role to play in that work. And so we took a lot of what we learned uh, on the field and carry that forward off the field. And our goal is to, again, provide relatively sports-themed life coaching, right? Really focusing on equity and inclusion, realizing, again, in our region, we have an opportunity to be champions, models for change, right? So let's double down on the good. I'm excited to be sharing more about the consulting arm of OA. That was Ron Adoko, you just heard. We'll hear from Dr. Amy. Uh, there's going to be a series of podcasts as it relates to the coaching arm of OA and to help bring a little more insight into our approach and how we do it, listen in on a conversation, a presentation with one of our clients. As an organization whose 168 year history is frankly, and history and mission is founded on serving all we believe that this work is truly foundational to everything that the YMCA does. And that's why we are extremely grateful that you have made time to join us today for this very important first session with Orange Arrow coaches who were identified by our DEI committee to help guide us in our first efforts in this work. This is going to be a multi-month engagement with Orange Arrow. Uh, They're going to explain to you today how it will take place, what will be happening. I would like to pass it over to Coach Ron and Coach Sean, who are going to introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about Orange Arrow. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. My name is Sean Robinson, a.k.a. Coach Sean. And first and foremost, I'd like to thank you for your time. Time is our most valuable asset. We do not take this opportunity for granted. Live like a champion and what we call the game of life. Before we really get into it, let's break the ice. Let's break the ice. So we're going to do a little icebreaker called this or that. We're going to utilize the chat to engage. Last one. I'll tell you this now before I go to the next slide. There's only one correct answer. Only one correct answer. We have three choices. WVU, Pitt, or Penn State. I'm already seeing some incorrect answers. I told you there's only one correct answer here. WVU, Pitt, or Penn State. The correct answer is Pitt. And so being a former student athlete and being part of uh, multiple teams, I understand and we understand the importance of teamwork and also building a winning culture, which includes 
a team that communicates, that's inclusive, and that has shared goals. And the team that is caring, caring about the mission and the goal of the team, but also caring about their teammates, the people that was part of the work. And so speaking of teammates, we're gonna introduce our coaches and they help deliver our services, which are designed to help organizations and teams understand, appreciate the diverse backgrounds and perspectives of their members and to create a more inclusive environment that values and respects all members. So we have Coach Ron, we have Coach Kamar, Coach Chris, Coach Amy, and myself. I'm gonna turn it over to Coach Ron now. Coach Ron, please. Hello, everybody. Uh, pleasure to be with you all. Um, as noted, Coach Ron, Ron Odoko, just some background on myself. Uh, I'm an Associate Director of the Center on Race and Social Problems at the University of Pittsburgh, uh, as well as an Assistant Professor in the School of Social Work. Uh, and I was also a teammate uh, of Sean's uh, at, at Pitt. And so again, uh, as he mentioned, there's only one right answer for that question. We're all Pitt fans. We see you ex-Rogers, but that's okay. Uh, our goal, uh, as Sean noted, is really to take what we've learned in terms of building strong, inclusive teams and sharing with communities, realizing uh, we're all in the same game, the game of life, right? And that our goal is to figure out how we play the game at the best levels and how we play it collectively. Uh, and so we're excited for the work ahead. We're excited to engage you all in this work. And I want to talk about uh, some of the work in terms of core language uh, that we should all really get familiar with, right? That this language will really guide a lot of how we do this work. And I know I shared some of this uh, earlier, but uh, part of what will also get you to expect for those folks who are familiar with coaching is repetition, right? Uh, being able to see things over and over again until it becomes second nature. And so I wanna talk about uh, these terms, starting with diversity. And you can see a reflection on diversity as a wide variety of shared and different personal and or group characteristics among human beings. Uh, in a lot of our work, we highlight and focus on certain aspects of diversity, uh, most certainly and most focally race, but obviously gender, uh, sexual orientation, socioeconomic status. We recognize that people bring a lot to the table, but we look beyond just the, what we see on the surface, right? Uh, whether it's education, religion, political views, so on and so forth, people bring a lot to the table. And so our goal is to say, we wanna embrace all the ways in which we're different and put ourselves in a position to bring our full set of diversity into the space, right? What does it mean where we can all be fully authentic in who we are, highlighting all the unique aspects that we bring to the table, right? That we wanna embrace diversity as a key towards meaningful inclusion. Uh, the second term, equity. You see equity, the proportional distribution of desirable outcomes across groups. Right? When you think about equity, you want to distinguish it, distinguish it from equality. Equality is sort of connoting that everyone gets the same thing. Our goal is to say, what does it mean to provide resources to the communities that they need, realizing some communities are going to require more based on some of the challenges and barriers that they faced. Right? That how do we put ourselves in the best position to ensure fairness, which will lead to fair outcomes? Accessibility. Accessibility being each person, regardless of ability status, is afforded the opportunity to acquire the same information, engage in the same interactions and enjoy the same services in an equally effective and equally integrated manner with substantially equivalent ease of use, right? And so when we think about accessibility, we're thinking beyond just physical accessibility, which many of us are familiar with, but also what does it mean to create accessible information and resources so that again, everyone can benefit in a meaningful way. And that last term, inclusion, authentically bringing traditionally excluded individuals and or groups into processes, activities, and decision and or policymaking in a way that shares power. You know, uh, as Carolyn started off with, this process that we're engaging cannot work without you, right? We are not here to prescribe 
what has, what has to happen for the YMCA. We're not here to tell you what to do. We're here to say that your opinions, your feedback, your perspectives are part of how we get to a space in which we can all thrive. And so we need you to be active participants where we're creating a space to say you are all at the table. We are all included in this process, right? And so we're gonna need your input to help us uh, ensure that we are creating collective decisions that really put us on the pathway for collective growth. And how we do that work uh, really comes in three phases. Uh, as Coach Sean noted, we're, we're very much into sports uh, language and analogies because again, it helped us learn the value of teamwork and working together. And so we utilize a three-step approach to the work that we do uh, that again, might connect with a lot of folks who, who have a, a hankering for sports. Uh, that first part, the scouting report, we're gonna do assessments. Uh, we're gonna do that primarily through surveys, but also some follow-up focus groups because we want to understand what is your understanding of a, of a YMCA in which everybody can thrive, right? That we all have ideas as, as to how to make that happen. Our goal is to surface all the best ideas, to surface all the ideas so that we can create a collective approach forward. We also want to know what do we think are some of the barriers towards those goals, right? And so that we can be mindful of addressing those barriers along the way. From there, we move into our Huddled Up Education series. Uh, and the education series really focuses on understanding the nature of systemic oppression, in particular, systemic racism. Um, I think many of you know that uh, we are in a region uh, that has the dubious distinction of being one of the most racially inequitable in the country, right? Uh, that in many ways, a city that has been deemed America's most livable is not quite livable for a lot of its residents. And so we wanna be mindful of the fact that the work we're doing here really is, as Amy noted, rooted in public health. Right, we are trying to better the health of all of our communities, right, to really ensure that we can live up to that moniker of most livable, most livable for all. And so that education series really focuses on understanding systemic racism, right, as the barrier towards a thriving community. And through that education piece, we'll also take an intersectional lens at understanding how other aspects of identity, right, work to put people in a position to experience ongoing depression. But we're also going to learn how to cultivate equity, that is how to actually make things better, how to create new systems, practices, and structures in which everybody can thrive. And then after that, after we've gone through uh, the ability to sort of assess where we are, and then really do a deep dive into understanding systemic challenges, we then take that knowledge and say, let's create a game plan. Let's talk about how we put into concrete steps and actions the work that we want to do moving forward. Again, realizing this is going to be an inclusive process that you all contribute to the new ideas around practices, policies, initiatives that speak to the sort of organization you envision. Here's a quote from a person who experienced the education series. Is the program challenging? Yes. Discomforting? Absolutely. But it's only through challenging discomfort that we begin to gain that crucial awareness of racism, both conscious and unconscious, diversity and empathy. We have the opportunity to double down on the good and we're gonna take full advantage of it. By doing so, it's also gonna allow us to impact the lives of more young people, more to come, take aim.